Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And let's get some gardening advice from uh, Peter Dowd of theirishgardener.com. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Well, hopefully some advice, Trish. I'll do my best. Yeah, and uh, if we could make the sun shine a little bit. It's been so wet. We haven't had to worry about watering anything anyway over the last uh, week or so. Well, we haven't, but you'd be surprised. And I know people will switch off the radio when they hear me say this, but even even one day at this time of the year with no water will have an impact on, not on shrubs and things like that or established plants, but on, on little bedding plants or pot plants or hanging baskets. Even one day with, with no rain will have an impact. So do pay attention to it. But, but certainly in the last week, we haven't had to, weather, to worry about it, no. Yeah, and things like hanging baskets, like when it's, because it's quite windy today, and then tomorrow it's going to be windy and quite warm. They can dry out very quickly. Well, the wind will dry them out uh, unbelievably. And I have a little pocket in the in the the, the thing, if you like, next to my house, uh, where I just have a few little plants for a bit of colour. There's not much that you can put in. I just have a few little bedding plants. But uh, even there, I was standing out there in the rain yesterday, and not a, not a bit of it was getting in. And the reason I mentioned that is because a lot of the time, the same would be true with the hanging baskets, because it might be sheltered by uh. the eaves of the house, or the rain might be going the other direction. So you do need to just pay attention to it. Yeah. Okay, I want to take you back to last week because Colette and Kilworth had sent us on a photograph which we then sent on to you after uh, the slot. It was a plant that Colette purchased at the Mallow Show pre-COVID and she doesn't know what it is and people keep asking her and admiring it and she'd love to buy more of them but she doesn't know what it is and we sent you on the picture. Can Do you know what it is? Well, I do, and uh, Colette, it's a beautiful plant. It's it's a primula. It's a, it's a it's quite an unusual looking one. It's very very dramatic when it flowers. It's a really beautiful plant. It's primula vialii. So remember that it's V I A L I I or two L's maybe. Right? But anyway, regardless, it's primula vialii. Likes a quite a damp position. Okay, you're you're bre- just move slightly. You're just you're breaking up there slightly. You can sorry just move. about that. Yeah, that's um, better there now. Yeah, well, so it's Primula vialii. It, it likes a quite a damp uh, position. The flowers open from the bottom up and it's a really, really lovely one. Okay, and is it fairly easy to, to purchase? She wants to get more of them? It, it should be available, I would think, in most garden centres. I suppose like that, they'll be available when they're in flower. So you do need to know what you're looking for if it's not in flower yet. So, so that's where the name will come in handy. Okay, uh, let me go into other questions in from Joan in Mill Street. Uh, Hi, Peter. What what causes geraniums to go leggy? 
more often than not, it's, it's one of two things, either lack of sunlight or that the pot is too small for it, or maybe a mixture of both. So if they've been indoors, particularly over the winter months, which I suppose in this time that they should be, uh, if it was a shed or somewhere that wasn't getting enough light, that would definitely encourage them to grow leggy. And also if the pot is too small. So what I would say is put them into a bigger pot. You could do that straight away, Trish. Uh, and when you're doing it, maybe prune them back a bit. So that'll encourage them to bush out. Just be careful when you're pruning them back that you don't remove all the leaves. So you do need to leave some leaves on them, but that will encourage them to bush out below where you've cut. And in fact, the cuttings that you take now with the prunings that you take will will double up perfectly as, as cutting. So into a bit of rooting powder, into a bit of compost with the what you're removing and you'll, you'll hopefully have new geranium. And they'll grow away. Um, hi, could you ask Ask Peter, when is the right time to set a hydrangea? Well, well, now is perfect because when you're setting something, it's not you're not that determined by the time of the year because everything nowadays is grown in a pot. So you can plant from a pot into the garden at any time of the year, really. It's, the, it's when you're taking something out of the soil that we have to be conscious of the time of the year. But to, to plant something from a pot into the garden, you could do it now. The, the only thing is, and apropos of what we were talking about at the top of the piece, you may need to worry about watering it uh, for the first few months just until it establishes. Now, obviously, nature is taking care but um, hopefully we're in for a long, protracted, dry, sunny period at some point during the summer, uh, and that's when you will have to pay attention to water. Okay, Jack is in Wilton and wonders, is it too late to feed soft fruits, gooseberries and black currants? Would a liquid feed do to feed them or would you su- suggest sulphate of potash? I know I would go to liquid feed probably to be taken in quicker uh, and at this time of the year it's getting a bit late but I mean it, it won't it, it, it certainly won't do any harm to give them a liquid feed obviously it, they're edible so just make sure it's an organic feed that you're giving them um, so good liquid seaweed like the nature safe tomato food is a good organic Irish one a very rich one so maybe give them some of that um, uh, but liquid would be absorbed by the root system quicker at this time of the year so yeah I would I, I, I would still would yeah Okay, and Laura is growing tomatoes for the first time with her children and they're having great fun planting them up. They've moved them outside two weeks ago and she said they've gone, grown very tall and very leggy. Is this normal and when can they expect to see tomatoes? <laughs> oh, okay, well, in answer to the first part of the question, probably yes. Uh, that it's probably normal. The reason I say probably is because it does depend on the variety. So obviously some varieties and the tumbler ones are kind of, you know, very compact and squat, whereas some of your others like Moneymaker and that can get very tall and leggy and the, 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 the internodes, which is the space between each pair of leaves, can be quite large. So I wouldn't worry about that, providing they're get, provided they're getting enough sunlight. Um, then, then I wouldn't worry about them getting tall and leggy. They will need staking, particularly outside. Well, outside or inside, they'll need staking. So maybe have some bamboos to hand to, to support them. When can you see fruit? Uh, again, depending on the variety and depending on when they were started, any time really, you, you'll see fruit, you'll see flowers hopefully now, around now. Uh, again, a good organic tomato food will, will help to promote flowers and, and then fruit. Um the fruit will start will form immediately after the flower, and you'd expect it to be ripening then during August, September time is when you'll hopefully be eating it, maybe a bit sooner, depending, on, as I say, when they were started. OK, Margaret wants to set lawn advice, please. When is the right time to do it? The two best months for Margaret, one has just gone and one hasn't come yet. So the two best months are March and September. 
so this September is when I would do it, but you could do all the groundworks now. You could get the ground ready for it now. So remove stones, remove any perennial weed roots that are there, give it a good rake to create a tilt and, and get it level. So do all that donkey work, if you like, which is the hardest part of, of setting a lawn. Uh, you could do that anytime, but probably I probably wouldn't set the seed until September. And the reason that they're the two best months, and you'll laugh when I tell you, Trish, is because in March, the temperatures are increasing. And in September, they're still warm and decreasing, but they're still warm enough for germination. But the period in between is too dry. <laughs> so um, that's, what, that's why September and March, because you do have moisture then. So uh, on saying all of that, that's the textbook answer. You could sow through the summer months. And if it does dry out, if it does get too dry, uh, maybe just put, scatter some fresh seed on it then in March. The, you know, you may have, certainly if you did it this week, you'd have enough moisture to, to, to get it to germinate, I would say. Liz wants to know your thoughts, please, on nematodes to eradicate vine weevil. She says, I know nothing about same. Well, it's the best solution of all, she'd be glad to hear. It's it's really the, the, the best thing to put on vine weevil. There is a nematode, Super Nemos, which is an Irish one, which controls not just uh, vine weevil grubs, but a variety of soil-borne grubs. I'm not certain that it's still available, but I think it is. But anyway, even if not, there are others. The name of the one specific for vine weevil, I can't remember off the top of my head, but a quick Google search will tell you. Uh, And what a nematode is, Trish, it's like a, a parasitic, microscopic parasitic insect, which feeds on whatever pest you're trying to eradicate, in this case, vine weevil, obviously. Now, you don't, you don't need to worry about introducing something else into the garden because when the host food, which is the vine weevil, is gone, the, the, the parasitic nematodes die off as well. Uh, so it's a totally environmentally sound, totally organic way of, of treating pests. And a lot of the chemicals, uh, in fact, I think there's probably only one or two chemicals left on the market that will control vine weevil, but they're damaging. They, 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 they control, they contain... Uh, a type of chemical referred to as neonicotinoid, which you may have heard of in the past, Trish, which are one of the ones that are are said to be responsible. I need to be careful what way I phrase it um, uh, for the demise of our bee population. So I certainly wouldn't encourage anybody to go out and buy chemicals to treat fine weevil. I would only go the nematode route. And where did you get the nematode toads? Uh, you'll find them in some garden centres, but because they are actually a living creature, um, they need to be kept in, in certain conditions uh, so you might be as well off to buy them online. But in the first instance, I would check with your local garden centre, but they should be stored. To the best of my knowledge, they all need to be stored in a fridge. So you'd want to double check that they're being stored correctly and so that they're still alive because you won't know by looking at it because it just looks like they just look like dust. They are microscopic. Okay. All right. OK. And finally, you want to give a quick mention uh, uh, about hospice gardens? Well, I do. I was asked to do it last week by Anne O'Mahony, who's a, a stalwart supporter of Marymount Hospice. Uh, and I, of course, being me, I totally forgot. But the the, the, the open gardens for the Friends of Marymount, organised by the Friends of Marymount, starting off soon. There's, a, there's, I think it's five or six gardens in the trail, kicking off on June the 19th with one near you there, Trish, in Mallow. It's Nora Roach in Annabella Mallow. That's Sunday week. She'll be open from two to six, uh, all in aid of the hospice. And I think visiting private gardens when they're brave enough to open them to the public is a, is, is a fabulous thing to do. You get inspiration. It's a lovely way to spend the afternoon. Obviously, you're, you're, you'll meet kindred spirits, but you're also giving to a very worthwhile charity, obviously, Marymount, which is very close to my own heart. And it runs on then till there's, as I say, several gardens and it runs on till the 24th of July, uh, which will finish off the last garden there. And it's John Terry and Hilary Nason and Cloyne. But coming up Sunday week on the 19th of June is the first one, uh, Nora Roach in Mallow. And I'm sure many of the listeners will be familiar with her. And for more information, anyway, you'll find it 
Montas's website. Okay, listen, thank you for that. And uh, we'll chat again uh, next Wednesday. Thanks, Peter. Good I think forward. we thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. We were just starting to, uh, to lose him there. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, the Irish When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.